In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. Welcome again today to our celebration of Mass here at St Bride's in Canvas Lang. One of the great themes of the Easter season is the theme of baptism, and through baptism we receive the new life of Easter. But also with baptism comes the responsibility of witness. And if you've been at Mass over the last uh, few days, you'll have heard uh, that strong theme coming out in the Acts of the Apostles, the readings that we've listened to. Especially I ask you to remember in your prayers of today's Mass, Anne Barr, uh, whose anniversary is at this time, and also uh, uh, one of our priests in our diocese, uh, Father Richard Rogers, uh, whose uh, whose, uh, funeral will take place uh, today at uh, St Joseph's Cemetery in Airdrie. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, Forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, who for the salvation of the world brought about the Paschal sacrifice, be favourable to the supplication of your people, so that Christ, our High Priest, interceding in our behalf, may by his likeness to ourselves bring us reconciliation, and by his equality with you free us from our sins. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. When the officials had brought the apostles into face the Sanhedrin, the high priest demanded an explanation. We gave you a formal warning, he said, not to preach in his name. And what have you done? You have filled Jerusalem with your teaching and seemed determined to fix the guilt of this man's death on us. In reply, Peter and the Apostles said, Obedience to God comes before obedience to men. It was the God of our ancestors who raised up Jesus, but it was you who had him executed by hanging on a tree. By his own right hand, God has now raised him to be leader and saviour, to give repentance and forgiveness of sins through him to Israel. We are witnesses to all this, we and the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey him. This so infuriated them that they wanted to put them to death. 
the word of the Lord. This poor man called, and the Lord heard him. I will bless the Lord at all times, his praise always on my lips. Taste and see the Lord is good, he is happy who seeks refuge in him. The Lord turns his eyes to the just and his ear to their appeal. They call and the Lord hears and rescues them in all their distress. The Lord is close to the broken-hearted, to those whose spirit is crushed, he will save. Many are the trials of the just man, but from them all the Lord will rescue him. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. John the Baptist said to his disciples, He who comes from above is above all others. He who is born of the earth is earthly himself and speaks in an earthly way. He who comes from heaven bears witness to the things he has seen and heard, even if his testimony is not accepted. Though all who accept his testimony are attesting to the truthfulness of God, since he whom God has sent speaks God's own words. God gives him the Spirit without reserve. The Father loves the Son and has entrusted everything to him. Anyone who believes in the Son has eternal life. But anyone who refuses to believe in the Son will never see life. The anger of God stays on him. The Gospel of the Lord. If you read the Gospel of St John, and I'm sure that you've certainly listened to it often enough, there are different themes that uh, come out in it. Uh, if you were at Mass with us on Sunday, I mentioned that theme of seeing and believing, uh, which comes out very much in St John's Gospel. And today uh, we hear of something else uh, which very often comes out in St John's Gospel, and it's the theme of being a witness. And it clearly comes out uh, in the community of St John because maybe there's questions that's asked, uh, but whose authority does Jesus do the things that he does them? Uh, who told him to do these things? And of course then the theme of witness comes out uh, and Jesus very often mentions that in St John's Gospel. Um, uh, that the Father is his witness uh, the Holy Spirit is his witness, that the deeds and miracles that he do, does, these are witnesses to who he is. But of course then the theme itself develops because then it's the disciples and the apostles that will be his witnesses uh, afterwards. Uh, they will be the witnesses to what he has uh, done 
and what they have seen. We hear very often then in the Acts of the Apostles of that very theme of witness uh, over and over again that the Apostles themselves through the miracles that they do they are witnesses but also uh, through their words uh, and through what they say they become witnesses as well um, and we hear that in the reading of today's Mass again uh, that uh, we know that as we've heard over the last few days that the the apostles themselves have been under arrest in prison and yet they themselves uh, constantly witness to the name of Jesus and to the things that Jesus has done even despite the fact that they are locked away even despite the kind of maybe punishments that they are given they continue to witness uh, to Jesus in our own life uh, because we've been given the gift of itself uh, through baptism of faith in our own life we find ourselves in that position as well somehow to be a witness to what we have been given and you know very easy, it's very easy isn't it to, to get a gift uh, and to get this particular gift and not to do anything with it but along with the gift goes the responsibility of being a witness and of course, uh, I suppose in any kind of human trial um, uh, before a court, uh, a witness is expected to give uh, their uh, account of what they believe to be true. And it's the same uh, with ourselves. In our own life, we are invited, because of what we've been given ourselves, uh, to give an account in our own life of, of what we have experienced, to somehow be a witness somehow stand out of the crowd, to somehow in our own life uh, bear witness to the things that we know. Now I suppose that there are all sorts of ways of doing that. Uh, there are words uh, that we say which are important, but very often words have to go with deeds as well, because deeds very often prove the reality of the words that we say. It's easy sometimes to say things uh, and maybe mean them at the time, and yet not be a part of your own life. Uh, deeds are important. So each of us in our own life, uh, just as we hear in the readings of today's Mass, are called on to be somehow in our own life witnesses of what we've received, witnesses uh, to the life that's come into our own lives. So today, uh, as we celebrate the Mass, uh, once again, uh, we face the new day. And of course, in our own life, it's not just that gift that's been given to us years ago or, you know, or, or some other time. Uh, but in our own life, that gift of faith itself grows within us. A deeper conviction, a deeper trust in God himself, and a deeper desire in our own life, maybe somehow to witness to what we have received uh, in our own life, the gift of faith, the gift of baptism, the gift of discipleship, the gift of Jesus in our own life, somehow to witness to that uh, reality in our own life. And of course there's a desire ever more to be a good witness, to be an authentic witness, to be something that's real in our own life.
Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. And now pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May our prayers rise up to you, O Lord, together with these offerings, so that purified by your graciousness, we may be conformed to the mysteries of your mighty love. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, at all times to acclaim you, O Lord, but in this time above all to award you yet more gloriously when Christ, our Passover, has been sacrificed. By the offering of his body, he brought the sacrifices of old to fulfilment. In the reality of the cross, and by commending himself to you for our salvation, showed himself to be the priest, the altar, and the very Lamb of Sacrifice. Therefore, overcome with Paschal joy, every land, every people exults in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed, and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Save us, Saviour of the world, for by your cross and resurrection, you have set us free. 
Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the Blessed Apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. And we pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your Church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will who will live and reign for ever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, Grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof only say the word and my soul shall be healed.
Let us pray. Almighty ever-living God, who restore us to eternal life in the resurrection of Christ, increase in us, we pray, the fruits of this Paschal Sacrament and pour into our hearts the strength of this saving food. We ask this through Christ our Lord. And we continue to ask Mary's special protection and guidance for us in these days. Hail, Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy. Hail, our life, our sweetness and our hope. To thee do we cry for vanished children of Eve. To thee do we send four sighs, mourning and weeping in the valley of tears. Turn then, most gracious advocate, thine eyes of mercy towards us. And after this our exile, show unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus. O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary, pray for us, O most holy Mother of God, that we may be made worthy of the promises of Christ. The Lord be with you, and may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended. <laughs>